yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Youth in the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Mall. I'm going to have my partner introduce himself. Yo, Sensei in the building. I shall not tell a lie, but today I'm pleading the fifth. I hear that <laughs> while sipping on the fifth, right? <laughs> but we're going to jump right into it and, you know, want to tell everybody we wasn't on last week because of um, 4th of July. I hope everybody enjoyed their fall. Much fireworks and excitement. Hopefully and everybody's in safe conditions. And all that. And you know, this week, social media was on fire. The Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, my guy. Before we get right into it, we okay. got to state the obvious. We up in the studio out <laughs> this Yeah, nah, but it's studio. studio. studio's a studio, you know what I'm saying? You know, Pe- we looking people all are, classy now. Now, people you know. are open to use studios, but I, I wanted to jump right. We're going to get into right it. Right into the year. issues, right? And it seemed like this week, I guess every week is like this, but it seemed like this week, you know, some celebrities were in their feelings. Mm-hmm. And posting about different things, most notably, you know, the the beef between Black China and Rob, and then also, you know, uh, prior week, Jay Z dropped his four 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 album. We wasn't on last week, so we didn't hotness. we yes. didn't get to really talk about it. But you know, the, the the main thing is just like why is social media the place the people choose to be in their feelings so much? Like you know, I remember. People used to just want to keep a, you know, a united front. If you don't rock with nobody, you just say, oh, I, I wish him well and just keep it moving and stuff like that. But nowadays, no. even even dudes who we think is gangsters and tough guys and stuff like that, everybody just be in their feelings, you know, criticizing people and stuff like that. So the, the first topic is in your feelings on social media, right? And yeah. the first question I'm going to ask was, who was more disrespectful these past two weeks? Jay-Z with all the shots he had on 444 or all the stuff between Rob Kardashian and Black China? Straight up. So to answer the first um, discussion that you was just talking about with social media, I think I love social media because it, for, let me tell you, all the stuff that's being said now, it was said back then. It was just said in private settings. But with yeah. Your peoples and that, da, da, da. Like But now keep, people getting their feelings, the first thing they do is go and put it on social media. So I think it's good because now you get to see or hear what people is really thinking instead of you having to hear it weeks down the line, you're talking behind your back or whatever. People but it's, can't it's help themselves. It's mad chatty, patty type stuff. You know That's what I'm saying? A, like, you know, they can't help instead themselves. of like everybody got baby mama drama. So black, China, and Rob having their baby mama drama, that that's not a big thing. That ain't even but now we know drama. details. I, I guess before that used to be page six, page six stuff like the rumors and gossip. I guess a lot of people want to control how the rumors go out and just yeah. straight from the horse's mouth. I can listen to, I, I'm going to put myself out there because I can attest firsthand to some of what I guess Rob was dealing with and his feelings. Mm-hmm. I was in my feelings at one time with my you know, my son's mother, and uh, I had to get over that real quickly, you know, and I don't, I didn't take the social media, that's not my way, but I did things a, a, that you probably shouldn't do in other ways, I said things to her, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I bring it directly to the source, I don't need everybody and anybody to, you know, be involved in what I'm dealing with, all right, but like I said, that got cut short quickly, I just think, he's just an idiot, like, he. He's because really it was lost. it's crazy because it's just like I don't know if Rob wanted sympathy, so he figured I air out a known stripper who's who's been with other rappers and that's her mo and I wife it up and now she's she's treating me dirty so I'm gonna air her out like everybody was like so it's Black China yeah but you gotta understand he's a Kardashian. He's the one male Kardashian, but he's still a Kardashian. Yo, he's more right he's more in his feelings than his sisters be. Something is not right. I just, and it's funny because I don't know what it was, a commercial or something. And I've never seen this before. I seen a commercial the other day of one of the old episodes where he was dating and that he chick. slapped um, yeah, a- he Alien Bell in the face. Uh, what's in her name? Adrian, Adriana Bellin or Adrian yeah, Bellin? Adriana, whatever. Yeah. You know her from that from show. The, the Cheetah Cheek- Girls. The and chat or the talk, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. He was dating her, and he just straight. I forgot what she said, but he he, he slapped, just slapped her, and, and that's crazy because maybe this when he this was before he was fat. Yeah, but know. 
maybe now with the climate we have with domestic violence, that would have went crazy viral. Yeah, like, for it some wasn't reason, even a big deal made out it. wasn't of it, even right? a big deal. And he literally slapped her on TV. Yeah. I was like, wow. I never saw that episode. I don't really watch the Kardashians like that. But um, so, get, yeah, I mean, that's expected. I'm not as surprised as what um, Rob is doing or did. You know what I mean? Because Black China's ratchet. He's out of his mind. He got caught up. I'm surprised. I mean, not surprised, but. No, I am surprised that he had a baby with her. That's nah, he, he kind of did it to spite his family. You know what I'm saying? Because isn't, isn't his baby like... Somewhat related to what? Oh, well, that could have been because Kylie's not messing with uh, Tiger no more. Tiger no more. Yo, but that would have been just a weird thing. But this, this, this is my thing. Like, And then T.I. jumped in on it and said, you got, you're got a sucker. You got played by Black China. You should just keep it to yourself. Don't share and stuff like that. And then Black, Ch- and then Rob came back and was just like, "Oh, well, when uh, don't make me air out your business. How you and Tiny pay China to sleep with y'all when China, wow. was, and it's just becoming wow. God something catty. And my thing about it is like, yo, T.I. shouldn't be talking anyway. He's still dealing with something with that. Yeah, but situation. like, why? Yeah, why are we such in our feelings and social media? Like, why do we care to let people know about the drama in our lives? I know people well, are brands. You know and, and want to expand their brands and be personal with people, but it's just like to literally it's do funny. national inquire type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what did what did Rob expect? He thought people was gonna be like, "We feel sorry for you, Rob," because it's Black China. Honestly, we didn't expect that from Black China. I don't even think, and I think that you may think this, and even other people on social media may think this. I don't think that he's worrying. He's airing her out on social media. He's doing all this stuff on social media. But really, what he sees it as, it's a dispute between you and I. You see what I'm saying? I think a lot of times these people be on social media ranting at the person that they ranting, and they think it's just between them. And it's a whole audience of people that's watching it. Like, he just want to piss her off. He just want to disrespect her. He's trying to get her attention, mainly. You know what I'm saying? And in the midst of that, he's involving everybody on social media. But he knows, I guess, that's the way to get to her because she lives by that. A lot of these people live by that. That's their livelihood. Social media is them. Without that, they are nobodies. And I've seen so many people who invested in it. So, like, if you embarrass them on social media, you damn near shot them. Like, they feel like you pulled out a gun. It was like, wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because, you know, people, people always want to know the real you and not necessarily the face you put out on social media. Yeah. Social media is usually, like, you know, like a lot of times, like, me, I, I post when me and wifey out taking pictures and stuff like that. And for me, that's when I get the most love. Like people like, you know, see us together and they, they like it and stuff like sometimes that. Sometimes fake love. But it's sometimes yeah. fake love. <laughs> but, but my thing is, it's like, you know, I think it's like social media should be about having fun. And I feel like Business. people people be worn on social media. News. And, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, why be in your feelings in social media? Social media, it's a fake world. That's what I... Oh it's a fake... God. It's I the Matrix. So it's what times. the Matrix is. The Matrix is social media. Social media is the Matrix. I a discussion. Well, not discussion. Usually it was an argument with my ex. And I would say, yo, the stuff that is on Facebook and stuff like that, because it would usually be over Facebook, I'm like... That's not real to me. Yeah. yeah, the pictures I post is real. The stuff that I say, maybe really how I feel. But I don't judge people really by what I see of them on Facebook. Because if I only judge people by what I see of them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, first of all, I would think like a lot of these people is doing it big. And, Superstars you know what I'm saying? getting that bread. <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody posting nobody pictures up there. Uh, your rent is past due bill on social media. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? You just got uh, 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 fired or whatever. You got a termination slip. Nobody's posting that on social media. At least I don't see nobody posting that. You know what I mean? But that's why I say you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, people going to do what they do. They want to show whatever whatever side of their life that they want you to see, that's what they're going to show you on the, the social media. So you can't take it too deep. But I, I had to learn, too, because I'm a very emotional person. And I you used don't to, say. <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to, like, you know, post when I was upset or things were bothering me on social media, maybe cryptic messages. And then I just realized, one, 
Don't nobody really care about your feelings, really. Yeah. And two, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta settle my feelings. I gotta work on my sh- like. I don't need other people's input. Yeah. That's why whenever someone's posting drama on social media, I'm like, yo, take that ish offline. You know what I'm saying? This, not to say that the, the social media has to be all bubbly and stuff like that, but it's just like. You invite people's energy into your situation when you make your situation available online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You allow people to say, oh, forget him, girl. He ain't ish anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you don't got a man. Men do you dirty all the time, and now you telling my girl she should get rid of me because I ain't ish because, you know, she let her feelings be known on social media. Yeah. I want to get to the portion, though, of... It could be therapeutic, though, just at the same time. It can, it it can be t- therapeutic. Yeah, but certain, my certain thing certain. is you invite people's energy into your situation, good and bad, so be prepared for it. Like, mm-hmm. to me, the raw thing just make me laugh because to be honest with you, I don't even do the ratchet shows. I don't do the, you know, Love and Hip Hops and, and the Kardashians, the, the reality. I do love Love and Hip Hop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 I used to, uh, I watched Atlanta for, for like one season, then it got too much for me and stuff like that. Don't get it twisted. I like that it's a platform for people to be able to do what they need to do, but mm-hmm. to me, it don't, it doesn't keep my interest. Yeah. But I want to get to the first portion of it. If Jay-Z? Yeah, when, was, was it really oh. disrespectful, the things that Jay-Z was saying? Because Jay-Z had a lot of people in their feelings, right? Because Jay-Z made a popular line about like, you know, don't, like, don't get yourself killed over where your mother rents. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't own that block. We block. claim blocks and yeah, and, and stuff. And then the block. the putting the money to your head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, that's not real money. That's clown stuff to, to me. And a lot of people got in their feelings. No, because when I first heard that line, the first people I thought of was, was people who got real money. Oh. And that's 50 and Floyd Mayweather. Because they did it. They was like having a conversation one time yeah. with each other with the money on their head. And I'm not saying they richer than Jay-Z, but Floyd might be right there. You know what I'm saying? They in the same discussion. So even 50 took offense to it. You know what I mean? But my my thing is... No, I hear what Hov is trying to do. You know what I mean? And I felt with this whole album, what he was trying to do is like, yo, that the best line he had was in that joint, that um, OJ song. Where he was like, I'm trying to kick this knowledge. I'm giving y'all this knowledge for nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? Which and is it, real. And it's true because it's just like he he, he dropped a line about he could have bought a building in Dumbo for two million and now that building's worth twenty five. How do you feel like Dumbo? It's true. That's the whole gentrification on how like, you know, our communities are being purchased and then, you know, redeveloped and then now we can't even afford to live in the communities that we grew up in. Which brings back to the further point of don't kill yourself over a block that you don't own. You know what I'm saying? Don't, this is my block, you can't, this is, no, you don't own anything on that block. You rent that block, you have Section 8 paying for your rent. You know what I'm saying? That's not being shady, but it's just like, you know, it's the energy, right? It's one thing if you're talking about, oh, you beefing with dudes coming from another block because they coming on your block and Blah blah blah. But if you got business on that block, you know what I'm saying. If you hustling on that block, and hustling is based on territories, and now somebody else trying to infringe on your territory by bringing their business onto your block, that's different. Cause then it's not about just a piece of real estate. It's about this is my territory. This is where I get my money. You you can't get your money here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand that, and that's like I guess the drug dealer mentality to it. But and at one time he was that was him. But he so said that take your drug money and wash it and then yeah purchase stuff. But I'm saying he's he's educating dudes on what they should do now. But what I'm saying with Jay is at one point he was the dude who probably needed to be educated because he was doing that. He had a block. He had but a he's showing he's showing us project, his you know his growth. I what I don't understand is why so many people are in their feelings about him. You know, dropping knowledge to us. Like he said, I didn't he's purchase. Heavy. He's fifty years old. He got to be dropping. But knowledge. He, I, but that's another thing. We'll get yeah, to that. <laughs> that's going to be the next portion I want to talk about. Like he said, I didn't drove every V twelve. Right? You know, he, he yeah. he's had all the special cars, and he realized, like, yo, I spent so much money on garbage and foolishness. Right? We've been watched so many examples the E true Hollywood stories or VH one stories about how people messed up the bag and now they're broke and stuff like that. Like. Excuse me. Who 
who who are we trying to impress? Each other. Doing all of this crazy stuff, you know, with the flash and the money, and like, why why so many people f- got aff- offended by Jay Z doing dropping those lines and stuff, when you know Jay Z was just trying to kick game. Like Jay Z's on next level for. You remember how? And it's funny because you remember how when Jay Z came out with Change Clothes and like he put the uh, button up on and yeah. got rid of the jerseys and people just put their jerseys away. I mean, people was used to spend three four hundred dollars on some of these throwback jerseys. And now they're not doing that anymore. But you know what's funny? Because remember that question that Nas asked Jay-Z? You asked me if I'm trying to kick knowledge? Nah, I'm trying to kick that shit you need to learn, though. <laughs> that ether, that See, shit that at one so point, Jay-Z slow. was like, oh, you trying to kick... And, and on social media, there's a lot of memes saying that everything y'all hype Jay-Z saying, Nas said this about seven <laughs> years ago, and y'all ain't showing Nas love for that. Yeah, because it's, it's the whole effect. But my thing, what... Um, with him is just like a lot of people ain't gonna be ready for it, but I applaud him. That's why I thought the album was so dope because he finally said, you know what I mean? I'm of a certain age, I'm in a certain space. You can't rhyme about you so rem- far removed from when you were hustling. You're like, how can you even relate to that anymore? I understand but you used to do it, but I, you are so far removed. Now you hustling on a whole nother level. In my previous life, I call my previous life as far as previous shows I did, I had the conversation about ageism and hip-hop and how we, we, we age our hip-hop artists. We tell our hip-hop artists, you can't talk about certain things like that, but some of our, the older rockers are still talking about being high on drugs and running through women and stuff like that, and we, we praise them for still rocking out that some way. Some of them are still doing it. <laughs> Jay-Z's, a, Jay-Z's the core. That's why Jay-Z loved young Jeezy so much, right? The corporate thug movement. Because Jay-Z is just like, yo, this guy's a hustler yeah. who who understand the need to now be corporate with his hustle. Yeah. Jay-Z's the ultimate... Jay-Z's the CEO of hip-hop. Like, Diddy as well, but, you know, to me, Jay-Z more has that the cachet of, you know, that really street... Jay-Z is, I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna use me to blow up. I'm the face. I'm the product. Yeah. You know, Diddy's the... I'm gonna put people in position to make Diddy's money. Diddy's the ultimate marketer. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody yeah. better at marketing and promoting than Diddy. Diddy, Jay Z to me is more of the businessman as far as the you know different portfolio. But I, I want to get back to the um, was it disrespectful or was it just dropping jewels because people got offended? Like I was talking to my brother earlier on the phone and I was just like you know I didn't think Jay Z was really trying to be messy when he said how he almost messed up with Beyonce. He couldn't see in the future someone playing with his son. And if you uh, break that line down, Jusha playing line, football with my son. That line And then, you know, home. Russell Russell Wilson's <laughs> playing football with future son. That line hit home. With Ciara. But to me, I think it's more like, you know, dude, maybe I'm a Jay-Z fan and I'm defending him. I don't think he was taking a shot as if, like, you know, trying to play future. My little brother's like, nah, he, he's more talented. He could have said a future someone playing ball with my son. He didn't have to say football. He made it personal. Uh, no, man, because why should I have to critique the things that I say for your benefit? You know what I'm saying? What sounds better? If you took it personally, then you take it personally. But it's it was a great line. And um, it's I, I, you know what I say? When people say stuff that are factual, I don't think it's that offensive. Yeah. It, how can it be a shot if it's factual? You, you know that's what I'm why, saying? You know, that's the fact because Yo. me as a fat person, right? When someone have a fat joke on me, if it's funny, I laugh. I don't get offended. People are like, oh, what? doesn't that hurt? I'm saying, no, because it's a fat joke and I'm a fat guy, I don't get offended. As, as long as it's funny. As long as it's, it's funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's what I'm saying. When people say factual stuff, no matter in what context they say it, even if it, you can take offense to it, you got to be like, well, damn, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So that line hit me hardest because, you know what I'm saying? I think about my sons now maybe playing ball with somebody else, and it's like, damn, you know? But that's because of maybe transgressions I did or what have you. But I think it's it's real. And Future, I don't know how Future felt about it. Well, the Future, future, and, and that's the funny thing. I think subliminally, Future didn't address that line per se, but Future went on social media, mm-hmm. took a, a stack of money, and said, you don't got the juice like that, inferring that Jay-Z, the, 
doesn't have the command or the respect enough to tell me to stop posing with money because I'm going to still do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But to me, I felt like that was a roundaway about, because he was in his feelings about the whole, in future, someone playing football with my son. So I, I want to get to the second portion of in the feelings because okay. addressing future, like future did that, 50 Cent did the whole thing, you can't be the best rapper at 47 years old. If your music is still banging and relevant, I don't care what age you are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Especially he can't, it'd be different if 50, uh, if, 50, if Jay-Z carried himself the same way that R. Kelly carries himself. Like R. Kelly carries himself like he thinks he's 19 years old. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and and oh, Kelly's 50. Come on. Don't take shots at the king. Come on. Let's let's keep oh, it funky. Oh, Listen, oh, even if... <laughs> oh, yeah. Even, He's still even, dropping them in. Even, nah. even, if, even if, you know, R. Kelly's mentality, he still mess with 19 years old. Like me, I'm about to be 35. I can't... Uh, even if I was single, I couldn't see myself really that rocking with somebody under 25. That might keep him young, messing with them young But things. I'm saying, so, with, with, to get back to the 50 Cent, and 50 Cent said, oh, you made golf music. You made music to listen to the country club. Oh. But... 50 Cent, happy belated birthday. Oh, He's yeah. a cancer July just 5th, like right? Me. The 6th. The 6th, okay. And George Bush, five days after me. Yeah, my birthday was on the 1st. But, uh... He's a cancer like me. We are petty. Petty. Oh, petty, petty. wop. Petty then, wop. Then, we are. The most so. shocking <laughs> the most shocking shot that I read on Jay-Z regarding his dropping his album the time he did, Young Buck said, oh, are you going to drop an album the same day I dropped my album and let a young man eat? Do you even know I, the name of Young Buck's album? I didn't know Young Buck was out of jail, <laughs> all right? I didn't know he was out of jail, so... You know, no, no oh, shots, no. no shots taken. But I wasn't looking for Young Buck. Shout anything. out to Young Buck. Go out there and buy his album. If anybody knows yeah, the it, name it's, of it, it it's please. called Ten Toes Down. You see, I'm a, I'm gonna give him the plug. <laughs> Ten Toes but, Down. Yeah. Go that. Young <laughs> but Buck. it's just like to me, it's just like you know. You would see like Jay Z comes out with an album and stuff like that, and he's just like. It's not superficial anymore. It's like real message music. He's letting us in. Yeah. It's sort of like to me it was an answer to Lemonade. With all the drama that you know Beyonce let out, he 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 let us know that he had his faults, he had his immaturities and stuff like that. I'm not everybody's not a Jay Z fan. I, Yo, I get it. I <laughs> but it just it's, turned into pettiness instead of just you know. Hold on, my critique. guy. I right. have I. It's not even from the album. That I got so much respect from Jay Z from that ass whipping he took in the elevator from Solange. He mentioned you know something about it on the album he did? too. Yeah, because I don't. That I've only listened to the album three times. I don't. I don't know, line for line. That took a lot of restraint. And now we all know. Beyonce is, I don't know if she, she's not Illuminati or whatever, but I swear she's on some type of medication sometimes. I seen that video of her at the, the Nets game where she was just like spaced out. Yeah. So she probably don't speak up for herself a lot in that relationship. And Solange is that Solange little sister. Said, oh, I know what you did to my sister. I'm a beat your ass. My little brother. To me, to my sister. To me, I'm a cool. I'm cool minded. Like before, when I was younger, I used to fight. But now I'm just like, yo, you gotta let things pass. My little brother, like, nah, son, you trying to disrespect you. My yeah. little brother be the type that be trying to get in people's head. I'd be I like, mean. nah, chill, man. You know, to me, it's just so like Solange was like, listen, I'm a, I'm gonna show him what it is. I don't know. I would love to hear that conversation in the yeah, elevator before. She stopped Bruce Lee on his ass. So, I, so to me, it's just like, and then 50 Cent, the reason why 50 Cent, you know, he's a Southside resident like us. So I, I always support and love 50 Cent. Even when I stopped feeling the, you know, the relation to his music, like after a while, like to be honest with you, when, when it died for me a little bit is when he did Candy Shop. When he came out with Candy Shop, oh. even though that was still early, I said, nah, I, I don't like when the music feels like you're forcing something. The Candy Shop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he tried to be a little poppy with it. Yeah. But even after that, he dropped But he still made good music because the Kane the Kane mixtape he did. The same the name Kane from Power. Mixtape. The Kane yep. mixtape. I love that mixtape. You even know what I'm saying? The soundtrack. No, not the soundtrack, but the intro to Power. That's yeah, nice. a hot song. But you know, those are authentic. Those aren't I, I made this to place. Yeah. Like like Jay-Z 444. None of the songs are made to place on radio and stuff like that. It's just like I made music for my space and enjoy it. That's what I wish all these artists would do. That's I that's really why Kendrick Lamar Kendrick that. Lamar is so good. The the last artist who makes music to place and it still stick to me is um Drake. Drake purposely make these tracks but they stick. A lot of times people try to 
copy that formula and it don't work for them. And, and the, the mumble rap, I, I just... Uh, the mumble rap, time, yeah, but the mumble rap, they're hold doing on. their own thing, though. Let me talk about the 50 situation, because that's my guy, too. 50's 41. That, and, and this is what and I'm saying. And that's what bothered me. Like, Jay-Z's 47, you 41. Y'all both older. They said something on Hot older 97. Older people in hip-hop. About 50. So you, they was like. 50 should be proud that someone his age and older is still relevant because it still leaves a lane for him. Not shooting the person down. That's like when the dip set used to be like, oh, head and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, you're dying to be with 50. I mean, Jay-Z's at. Jay-Z said that line. He said, what he say? you rather be old me than new you? Exactly. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what you would call it, you got to understand with 50, it's like he's in, comp he's in competition with people like Jay-Z and Diddy. At least that's what he I sees it that. as. And on I, I heard you took a shot like, at F and Vodka, and, and that bothered 50. Jay-Z did? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But like, whatever. The, the, the boy's making money. Yeah. You know, because he said something about, I don't think he took a shot at F and he just took a, He said, he's, how can y'all buy anything else but Ciroc or some, something like that? Like, he's trying to, I guess, only and, buy and black Jay -Z, owned. But Jay-Z took stuff offense like because, that. you know, 50's heavily involved with, with effing. effing. But my thing is, on 187, it was like, oh, 50, you know, he's made some good music lately, but he hasn't made, like, a real hot album or a good album. And it was like, you know, Jay-Z's making music for his age now and where he's at in life yeah. and it was like can 50 really do that you know what I'm saying 50 can I, I think it's your can. space it's I your mentality I definitely think he has the skill to but I don't want to hear that from 50 I like, like the joint wrote the Kanye tape the hood no, that's like, his came up space. nothing I, 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 he's kind of singing which one on the Kanye tape on he, the Kanye uh, uh, Kanye, Kanye tape I can't think of it right he can do it 50 got skills to do that you know what I'm saying? But he likes and he likes being in the space that he's in. And um, I mean, if it works for him, it works for him. Like, I don't think he would get the same reception that Jay-Z got on this type of album if he did a similar type of album mm -hmm. that he was kicking knowledge and yeah. actually was making a difference in the stuff that he was saying. They'd be like, oh, because the hardcore 50 fans. I'm a 50 fan because this is what I expect from him. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But to me, my thing is people take it as preachy and stuff like that. All Jay-Z's really telling you is like, yo, we've been getting exploited for so yeah. long. Why don't we start building our own? Why don't we start supporting you our said own? You said start doing record. You're still doing record deals. Like, like for what? Right. Look at Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Yeah. Even though Mac Miller is a white artist, look at look at these independent artists who don't need the majors. You have people who have the big machines behind them and they still sell still. fifteen thousand the first week. Flopping, yep. You can independently sell fifteen thousand. You know what I'm saying? A lot more money. <laughs> and then don't have to recoup and, and pay back all this other crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Like so I just you know, to be honest with you, artists out there, it, it makes more sense for you to spend money promoting on social media. And building your own distribution platform Absolutely. then waiting for someone to be like yo because a lot of the things that i like now when i watch it's not the high production mm -hmm. movie music videos it's the what i'm in the hood what? it's cool it's relatable kind of stuff it's the lazy mentality though now with the uh signing the record deal is easier you know what i mean you don't have to grind as much but you got to pay a lot more you see what i'm saying you got people working for you because they work for the label and they gonna push you, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff that you don't have to do uh, uh, yourself because you signed to a big label. But if you really trying to get that bread, you know, and you want to consider yourself a boss, like like uh, Dame Dash said, you're not a boss if you can be fired. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're not a boss if and, you and, and got an answer to somebody. And let's so. keep it funky, like the mentality of. My record playing on the radio is just to still feel accomplished, right? Yeah. But people aren't really making money like that through their music sales. It's streams, streams, streams have replaced the sales, and you can you can stream, you can get to stream straight. Like people don't need to physically purchase your music anymore, yeah. so they can stream from wherever. I still don't understand how they count all this stuff. It's like every fifteen hundred streams is considered one record sale. That's crazy. Right, because there's so many revenue. But are they just streaming the out? They streaming the album, or they streaming the songs, like individually? I know people buy songs. 
individually. Like my daughter, she they, spends a lot of time on Apple but Music they, buying the songs. They they count the stream once once uh, a record from your your, your project stream that's, that's that's considered a stream, whether it's just one song or, or whatever. But there's a lot of money to be made out there, and a lot independently. Of ways to be but made. you know, so I don't <laughs> think Jay Z was disrespectful. I think people were in their feelings because they felt like. They're stuck in their old ways. He's calling me out. No, he, mm. he's he's speaking to us as a whole. Mm. So before we move on, is is social media a place to air out your feelings? I say no. I say I rather you just think my ish don't stink and you just focus on the sunshine. I beg to differ. This is where we're gonna go on differ. I say yes, it is a place to air out your feelings, but you have to do it in a certain way. So and you got, you got to have a certain rather, decorum you have a, of airing out your absolutely. feelings. Absolutely. I air my feelings a lot of times on social media, but people don't even know what the hell I be talking about. It's cryptic. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. It's cryptic. So it's for me and the person maybe that I'm trying to communicate to or the persons, they get it. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else don't need to know. I always get a, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm just fine. I just yeah. had to get something out yeah. there. <laughs> I, to be honest yeah. with you, the reason why, this is the last thing I'm going to say, then we can move on. The reason why I ended it because... I would say certain things, and then you get the, you know, the are you okay? Then I kind of felt like I, I was inviting like different females to be like, oh, so he act like everything is all good, but it's really not. And I was uh, inviting that energy for them to say certain things and take certain shots. I'm like, nah, I, I can't do it. So I want to move on to a more serious subject, right? <clears throat> and it's called the color of love, right? So, you know, is there a color when it comes to love? Because interracial dating is something where it's just like, you know, it's it's a new, it's not a phenomenon. It's just that nowadays, it's not illegal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, 60 years ago, even even shorter than that. It was never it was, illegal. It was illegal. It was illegal for, for two people of different races to marry. Even if it wasn't just black white, I thought just black white was illegal. Okay, I don't know if German and Italian or Asian. And, uh, I'm I'm yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. what relates to us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was illegal, right? So now um, that it's not illegal, you know, uh, we're gonna address the Umar Johnson interview. Put the question out there. But I'm just so now that it's not illegal, people just find love where they find love. Like me, I'm married to a Puerto Rican woman. Uh, who's who's very very light? I'm yeah. dating a Puerto Rican, uh, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Haitian. She got a lot of yeah, her. Yeah, she's. She that's what I'm dating right she, now. She's a beautiful person. Though. Seen so, in Spanish. Yes, she is. So, um, right. So, you know, what was I gonna say? So yeah, I'm married to a very light Spanish woman, and then um, I've heard it's not even. You know, sometimes you think people are looking at you funny, stuff like that. Like, I've got the attitudes and stuff like that. Then I've had friends who told me, other friends who aren't as close as this, like, the Mormons go marry a white girl? And they're like, no, she's Puerto Rican. She's like, well, she looks white, so I don't know why he did that. Oh, like, people are speaking their opinions. And not to me, but it's like, you know how it's the, t the telephone game. Someone tells this person, and then you, they, you know. Things get added and come back to you. So I say this, right? So the well, what first, did Doctor, uh, what's his name, Umar, Umar Johnson, Johnson say right? That's that's the second portion oh. of the question. So I, I just wanted to stay light first, right? <laughs> so the color of love is there a problem with interracial dating? Like, what is the problem with people? People on a, if they want to keep it on an educational level, say that it 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 dilutes our cultural representation, our cultural makeups. Like you know if every Haitian decides to not marry another Haitian and just then you just kind of lose that mm -hmm. culture but I'm just like no cultures are never going to just be diluted and stuff like that mm -hmm. people I, I think it kind of makes the interracial dating I'm not uh, I'm not out here saying oh go go out interracial interracially date you know forget about your own culture kind of stuff like I say go out and find love I'm kind of on the fence with this though bro why are you on the fence like me personally I used to only chase after Haitian girls, right? Like I would listen. I would girls. date. I would hey. date girls that weren't Haitian and stuff like that. I used to. Just, I I used to mm. even ignore certain girls because my concentration was on a Haitian girl. You know what I'm saying? Like I concentrated on this one Haitian girl for four years, thinking that 
She reminded. She had traits of her that reminded me of my sister. This nigga done lost his mind. Four nah, years. Four years. <laughs> that she reminded me of my sister. You know, smart, educated. Was thinking about being a lawyer. So you had stuff to think like for your that. sister. No. All right. No. Let me say. But, I'm just, I, 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 but I'm glad you said that because if if you didn't say that joke, someone would be like, "Damn, he's he's incest over sister." No, but my sister's dope. Anyone who knows yeah, my sister, she's educated. She's a lawyer. Barra, what up? You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you know she she's very headstrong. And I saw it's sort of like how it's not that you you have insist for your moms or your sister yeah, but, they say, but you see qualities like the qualities you love about them if you see a woman a that has that will end up with someone like his mother and a woman usually ends up with someone like her father mm-hmm. his, if he's present yeah. but my thing is with this whole thing the reason I'm on the fence is because I can understand what Dr. Johnson was saying you're, you're jumping the oh, gun oh my bad We're gonna get I don't to wanna that. jump the gun so, with that but so I can first, understand I is can there understand. a problem interracial dating let me finish my thoughts so what I was trying to say is I used to just say I wanted my goal when I was 12 years old is like I wanted to be the Cosby family which is a whole n- now that the you know yeah. the door hasn't been opened on Cosby that's a whole nothing but I wanted to be a black man with a black professional woman raise a family stuff like that so I kind of stayed on that road for a while, and then I had bad situations. Then I opened up my heart to love, to just loving anyone. Shout out to my best friend, Mike, who introduced me to my wife. Yes, who, sir. You know what I'm saying? That's still, had, my, that's still my most successful relationship. <laughs> so, who, <laughs> I know that's sad, but Who, who, hey, who, happened, to, who happened to be a Puerto Rican woman, and I was just like, you know, I was open to love. So I say that to say this. I don't think there's a problem with interracial dating. I think there's a problem if you're interracially dating because you hate your own personal yes. culture yes. or if you feel it's a trophy. As much as I love my wife and then I put on social media, show me and the wife you know, out having fun, my wife is not a trophy to me. Mm-hmm. I do think my wife is beautiful and I, I love to show us having fun. I also put things out on social media, to be honest with you, to save memories because I'm disorganized. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose pictures. I'm going to delete stuff like that. But my yeah. social media keeps a chronological order of something. Same thing things. I say to my lady. Like, so that's like, why, why I do it for people. People think I, I do it to like I'm not showing off. I'm <laughs> not showing off my picture. relationship. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like to be honest with you, I do make you know nice captions and stuff like that to enjoy. But I don't sit there and saying I hope I get a hundred yeah. likes. I no, sit there and say this is this is a fun moment. Your, in to my answer life. your question, um, there's nothing wrong with interracial dating. It's actually. Um, I think it should be a priority of everyone to at least try something different. Like, if I only ate chocolate ice cream, um, how would I know what I really like? Like, if I haven't had vanilla, strawberry, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, chocolate is the best. But all I've had was chocolate. So I don't know, really. I have to try the other flavors. And I, trust me, believe me, I've tried uh, the other flavors. And it's not about what's the best. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I so, was, some married, people might hear, I was married to a black woman. Unfortunately, it did not work out. So um, my father's from the islands, and I think that's kind of why um, I have an affinity for Spanish women. But, yeah, that's kind of crazy because Spanish women are crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what it is. This is an attraction thing that I have. But I never discriminate. Like if I'm a, ch- I love women. Period. Yeah. So I don't really look and say, oh, this is a white woman, this is a black woman, this is a Puerto Rican. Dominican, it's about whatever. being attracted. It's about being attracted and having that chemistry. So when I have that, that's who I go for. My thing is, I hate, like you said, those people who hate themselves so much. Black girls who say, oh, I don't date black men. I only like white guys. Yeah. Or white women who only say, I like black men. I don't like white guys. Like, what are you talking about right now? Mm-hmm. Or even if you say I'm black and I only date black men. Or, or, or I'm, uh, you know, like, what are you but talking about? I respect people's right to date who they want to date. My, yes. thing, my thing about it is, it's just like, you know, don't think that, um, a per- you know, we'll get to that as well. But I think... You should date for love. You should date for experiences. You should date for what makes you happy. But, like, even now, God forbid something happens, me and my wife don't work out and stuff like that. You're not. I'm not going to be like, okay, now I can only date Puerto Rican women for the rest of my life. I'm, I would open myself back up to finding love wherever I would find love. Mm-hmm. I would love... I almost caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, what? You open it up, dog. No, no, I would say, like, if I was in a situation, in. if I was in a situation, mm-hmm. I would, uh, you know, I would open up to dating a black woman, maybe another Haitian, a Haitian woman, stuff like that. So, to me, you didn't, you, I don't think interracial dating is a problem. I think if you're only interracially dating because you don't have love in yourself, then that's the issue. Yes. So, I want to move on to the next question, right? So the first question was, you know, is is interracial dating a problem? But not, the second question is based off a very popular Breakfast Club interview. I don't remember the date that it happened. It was uh, with Dr. Umar Johnson. Now, Dr. Umar Johnson, the background behind him is he's a, a, a black psychologist who focuses on the education of young black people, ex- wanting to open up a school for black men. He goes around and he, he's a keynote speaker to a lot of different things, preaching black empowerment. But just like to me, me personally, I'm not judging Dr. Umar Johnson. I think he's dope. But just like with just like with a pastor, I always say, listen stronger to the word than sometimes the man. Because sometimes if you re, you know if you look at the man too hard, you'll find faults. Because mm-hmm. there's some people saying he's not a real doctor, or he lies about this, lies about that. But I take from his message, just like when I read the Bible, mm-hmm. I take from the message, you know, not what, the man, not the man who wrote it. So my question is right. Dr. Moore Johnson said there's flaws in a black man if he doesn't marry a black woman, if he if he chooses to marry outside of his race. If he chooses to date outside of his race, then there's a problem and a flaw in that man's mental makeup, right? Mm. And we kind of addressed it and stuff like that, but, like, I'm a black man. I'm not married technically to a black woman, you, even though I feel like, you know, even our Latino brothers and sisters have traces of African descent, you mm-hmm. know? Of course, our bloodlines get a little uh, mixed with, you know, the slavery and things of that nature. They have, they have, you know, dissensions from Taino Indians as well as African descent, mm-hmm. e- even as light as their skin has come. You know, it's the mixing of, of races. But I say that to say this. Do you think a black man is flawed if he doesn't date a black woman? We both have relationships outside of, you know, the quote-unquote black yeah. phenomenon. But like I said, yeah. I don't think it's a flaw. Like, you know, you love who you love. Now, if a black man goes out and says, man, a black woman can't do nothing for me. I'm only going to date a white woman. A white man, woman got good credit. You know, the ignorant shit people say, oh, a white woman's going to bring me up in this world. That's a that's a lost soul. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a that's a guy whose mentality is just To answer damaged. your question, no, I do not agree with that. Um, like I said before, I married a black woman. I love all my black women. Um you know, but at the same time, you are with people who are best fit you. You f- try to find somebody who fits you the best, regardless of what their ethnicity is, mm-hmm. somebody who fits you the best and understands you the most. And it's it's troubling for me because at the same time, I do believe maybe only a black woman can understand the plight of a black man. And that's man what was said in the interview, too. Though, as, as much. So that may be true. So, yeah, a black woman may be the only f- uh, type of female who can understand my plight as a black man. Um, but at the same time, is she going to be the one to give me what I need to be happy and, and to truly succeed? You know what I'm saying? Because that's supposed to be your partner. So, granted, you may understand what I'm going through, but are you going to support me the way I need to be supported? Are you going to take care of me the way I need to be taken care of? Are you going to take care of my children the way I would expect my, you know, children's mother to take care of them? And, and, and so, I understand where you come from because to me, obviously, like I said, I'm married to a Latino woman, a Puerto Rican woman. To me, culture is strong as far as, you know, building a family because if I couldn't relate to her culture, if I couldn't get down with the cultural dynamics, mm-hmm. I couldn't be with that person, right? Because... When you marry a person, you marry their family as well, which he said in the interview and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the culture is a big thing. Not saying that you you can't date outside of your culture, but if I didn't feel embraced in that culture, if I couldn't relate to it, I would feel like an outsider. And I my, would like to know of the people that's listening to us right now, whoever, those who say they only want to date somebody from their culture, whatever, whatever, just imagine that wasn't an option, Right? Like, you couldn't choose to date somebody out of your culture. You can only date somebody within your culture the same skin tone as you are. Now, how would you look at things? 
it might be a little different. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're limited. You cut off so many people, and we come in contact with so many people all the time. But you can only date those that look like you or what have you. I, I just don't. I don't get it as far as why people think it's a problem. And and I I I respect a lot of the things that he said in that interview. Mm-hmm. Tell you the truth, I agree with a lot of things he said in that interview. But that's one of the things that I can't really agree with because I feel like love is one of those things that is it divides all racial barriers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, that's and, the so thing that's, that's powerful. And that's why it. I said, you know, I understood where he was coming from as far as a black woman understanding your plight. And and, and like I said, to me, the caveat to what he's saying is if a black man decides that he can't find love in a black woman because of quote-unquote set stereotypes or, or misguidance that he has, then that's a flawed black man. But if a black man finds love outside of a black woman because of circumstance, because he opened his heart up to love, I don't think that black man's flawed. I just think that's how love found it. Like, to me, I went shopping for love in, like, one particular area for a long time. It, it didn't happen for me. Then I said, you know what? Let me open myself up. I happened to find love in a, in a, in a Puerto Rican woman. And everything is cool to me. It, to me, the culture is a really big thing for me. But I'm not sitting there saying that you can't find love in someone with white skin, an Asian person, a Russian person, a person outside of your culture. It's about how you feel. My thing about it is, even though I'm married to a Hispanic woman, I still think black love is one of the most beautiful things ever. Because me I just too, just too. seeing these two people embrace each other, seeing the black pe- person appreciate it. To me, yeah. what I hate so much is just like how society kind of pits us against each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, you know, this is a good segue to the last question on this topic is, is the black woman unappreciated or is, is, is just love now colorblind? Because I mm. feel the black woman has has lately has felt underappreciated because not only has society not promoted her beauty the way that it should, but now they feel like even in their own homes, even in their own community, the black man is not appreciating them like they should be. Nothing. So is the black woman underappreciated? No one has had more things stolen from them than the black woman. Preach. I'm just telling looks, you that right now. Her lips, everything, her, shape, her vernacular, her fashion, everything. The way she does her hair is stolen from the black woman. Now, I have been guilty of this myself. We've all said it. You know, there's the angry black woman stereotype. I've been guilty of uh, was it? I don't know. What's perpetuating, the word? perpetuating that stereotype. stereotype you know. Um, but it's not about that. It's not an angry... There is no angry black woman. There's a strong black women. They're just so strong. And as a black man, we understand they have so much to deal with, but their strength is what shows through. And a lot of times, we expect our woman to be quiet and dainty and submissive, but that's but she not goes them. through too much shit to she be goes like that. too much to be like, like that. Like, like, the black, like the black woman... You can't expect that. To be honest that. with you, the black woman to me is the most targeted, the most mistreated, the most disrespecting mm. person in this world. Look at during slavery. Look at during slavery. The black man had it hard. He was working out in the field. He was being whipped and disrespected. The black woman was trying to take care of her little family and whatever shack they had her living in. At had the to same take care time, of Master's family too. And because Master was raping her, right? So she had to take care of her kids, his kids, whoever's kids, everybody's kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's just the fact that, like, we praise. You got a family, like, and I'm sorry to bring this up again, but the Kardashians and stuff, they have uh, adjusted themselves to. America loves them (laughs) because they remix the black woman's trends, the black woman's But they put it in a lighter fashion, a lighter fashion. But even them, they can't run from what they truly love is the black man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it all goes back to that. They can change everything about them, but ultimately they want themselves a black man. And, and that's why they make themselves look more, I guess, some like a black woman. Mm. Um, but yes, the black woman is definitely underappreciated. 
and, and, and underrated in every fast facet of the game. I mean, it's tough to me. I just feel like society pits us against us, right? Because society makes it seem like you know, oh, quote unquote, the black woman's angry, or or the black woman is this, the black woman's that, but. I feel like the circumstances that a black woman's put through, not to say that they're justifiably angry, but it's like they don't have time for BS. No. They don't have time to deal with the childness, the, the child, be, you know, the childlike mentality some men have, being left alone to raise black men, being, they, they don't, how, how the, many times the, do they turn on here's TV? Here's the perfect description. Here's the perfect description, or, or, or the perfect, uh, uh, I guess, explanation, so to speak. Most women, regardless of ethnicity, most women are usually uh, used to a man taking care of them, right? Providing for them. Being the right? leader of the household. You know what I'm saying? Just somebody to have some idea who takes care of everything and, and looks out for them, their security, whatever, whatever. The black woman is used to being that for themselves. You see what I'm saying? They can't rely on no man. Unfortunately, this is unfortunate, but they can't rely and look back and say, well, there's going to be a man to take care of me, blah, blah, blah. No, they say, hey, I got to do for myself. I got kids. I got to take care of these kids. I can't rely on so-and-so, you know, who might be in jail because of uh, the system and the way it's set up. You know, they stick by their men exact, actually to a fault So a lot of, a lot of times. But, that's what it is with them. They are ride or die. Like ain't nobody gonna ride or die for you like and, a black and, and, woman. And I'm let me let me break down a, a, a dynamic that we don't even consider that much, right? But because of just the way society paint things and and the quote unquote stereotypes and stuff like that, there's you know there's stigmas that make black men more open, you know. You know, the whole big penis thing or being the crazy lovers and stuff like that. So that allows other women to, like, pursue wanting to be with black men and stuff like that. There aren't a lot of stereotypes that work in the black woman's favor that makes the black woman favorable to everyone in the world. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, like... I just think it's the like, mystery, like, the mystery of the black woman. Even, even, like, even, even the features, like, you know, the quote-unquote big butts, thick lips, thick thighs. Big butt, yeah. Out... Yeah. For some reason, all of a sudden, those are considered favorable. But throughout history, that was something that people was ridiculed for. Look at her big butt. Look at look at look at her her thick lips. And that now they hate. now that they're having hate. surgeries to look like that. They <laughs> eat, people even tan to look close to us, but they don't want to be <laughs> us. And the black woman, her beauty is so underappreciated. But it's so, so unique, ripped off. So mysterious. So I don't know. I just I can't. I can't even really explain it. How yeah, I, they don't to, appreciate to me, our women. That hurts me the most because I have two daughters. They're they're gonna be black exactly. women. And um, I, I try to respectfully, as much as I can, show appreciation to the beauty of a black woman. As a married man, you gotta watch your comments. You gotta say looking good, you killing them, but you can't say things too much that's too inviting. You know what I'm saying? But I, I show love like anytime I get a chance to let a black woman know that she's beautiful, yeah. I do. And you know, honey, you just gotta accept that. Don't beat me up when I get home later. Oh, but stop copying, please. No, no, you you always you always gotta make sure your home is cool. So we don't have that much uh time left, yeah. but I wanna yeah. touch this last subject and it's called being black in America, right? Is there pride anymore in being black in America, right? Because I feel like that we had decades of say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud and stuff. And like being black was, is of course, it's still difficult, but it was something so prideful that we, we preached, you know, the African diaspora, this, you know, our roots in Africa, trying to get back and stuff like that. And now I feel like we just live in such a culture of assimilation where we don't really go as hard to, to be Black is proud. We we go so hard to be accepted by everybody mm -hmm. that we lose insight on promoting ourselves. And I'm not talking about Aryan nation, white power kind of black thing. I'm just saying just like, you know, pride in oneself. Do you think this day and age we have the pride in being black the same way that our past generations had? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And But but it's, it's for a different reason than what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily a fact that 
we want to assimilate and we want to be part of this crew or that crew. I just feel like, especially the youth coming up these days, they don't have to deal with the same struggles that our people had to deal with in the civil rights era. So um, there's not as much emphasis put on that. We had to do that back then. We had to show other cultures, mainly white people, that we had pride in who we were. You know what I'm saying? We didn't just feel bad that we were black. We were proud of being black, and we're strong, and we're together. You see what I'm saying? It was necessary during that time. And honestly, tell you the truth, I think it's necessary during this time. It's, I but think we it's don't, really necessary But we don't now. see it that same way because we have so many things that we didn't have then. We, we're privileged to have now. So people just like, you know, yes, I'm proud of being black, but... I also like hanging out with my white friends and no, but enjoying, it's not even about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, That's just different. It's not even about the presence of us necessarily who we choose to hang out with or like identities and stuff like that. I just feel like just the whole economics of the black community, economics of the black business, like we don't have pride in like, you know what, I supported this black business or I want to create a black community. Our number one priority, just think about it. Our number one priority taught is get your money up and get out the hood. We're never taught get your money up, get out the hood, improve and, the and, hood. and then improve the hood. No, but I, it's funny. Or make the hood a watching, better place to live. I was watching that movie Fences today. I don't know if you, did you see it? No. I saw it for the first time today. You got to check that shit. I'm going to check it out. It's good. But Denzel was telling his wife, because she was like, some about, there was this store he shopped at, which I assume was black owned. It was a black owner, whatever, whatever. And yeah, they had higher prices. She was like, why don't you shop at the A&P or whatever? You know, they have lower prices. Yeah. And he was like, well, so-and-so at this store, I could tell them I ain't got the money today for this bread, but I'm going to give it to you on Friday. And they say, all right, so go ahead and take it. You know what I mean? They look at they look out for you on that regard. Mm -hmm. And he say, well, 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 they look out for me. I'm going to stay my business there. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of people say the reason they go to the Walmarts, which is a monopoly and dominating everything, because they got the low prices. Mm -hmm. And if you got a black-owned business, you might want to support that black-owned business, but they can't afford to give you the same items that Walmart gives you at the same price. Because they're not buying at the same You know what I'm saying? They, they exactly. The so their prices channels. may be a little higher. So it's like you have to choose. Are you willing to spend a little more because you are really about supporting your people and uplifting your community? You know what I mean? Or do you just say, well, I want my discount. I want the cheaper rate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to figure that out. And that's an internal issue. That's something only you can decide for yourself because it's your money. Yeah, like, like for instance, even it's funny because to me, I just feel like we don't make it a priority for it to be cool to support a black business or go out your way to support black business. Like, for instance, I loved the clothing line FUBU back in the day because it was for us, by us. Yeah. But then after a while, FUBU started fizzling out, and I would get clowned for still having FUBU stuff. But it didn't stop, you know, it did eventually get sold and, and stop being black. But we went so hard to, like, as soon as we felt it wasn't cool, people started clowning FUBU and stuff like that and pretty much destroyed it. People people now destroy Rockaway and Sean John, even though, you know, they're a little bit more relevant. Get than, yourself a nice Sean John suit. You need styling. But, you, you know, I, I say that to say this. We don't take the pride in, like, you know what? I'm still make this cool. I feel like we go so hard and to be comfortable and accepted. Like, you know, the BET Awards, we, we like, oh, that's just a BET Award. But we, we, we backflip, go hard to be at the Grammys or the red carpets of other shows. But the BET Award, I don't really watch award shows, but I just feel like they downplay something that's a black production. Like, you know, yeah. real, real quick. It's just, uh, the it's just artists the, themselves downplay it because they don't even show up when they go win the award. Like, Every black artist should be there to win their BET Award. Yeah. Just think Don't of, show up at the Grammys. Show up at the BET Awards. Just, just think of all the money that the black athletes are making now. Like for the like the crazy contracts oh, are being given right. out and stuff like that. No one's forming a conglomerate to start buying teams to own teams. Yeah. Everyone's just like, yo, I'm making my money, I'm keeping my money here. No one's getting together and like, yo, like let's let's build something. Right. As much money as they're making, they could definitely be ownership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. James Harden James Harden just did, got an extension for 228 million. Mm, 
Yeah, these contracts this year have been crazy. We we can name the con- listen, We can name the yeah. contracts for some of these players for like five top players, and they ha- you know they they're getting the money enough to be able to purchase teams. Yeah, but we don't think in that mindset. We think you know I'm a ball out and I'm gonna just live high. And I'll touch the people I can touch with. That's it. No one thinks about the legacy anymore. I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, Tory Lanez got discriminated at a high-end boutique in um, Canada. It was like they were trying to buy Gucci and stuff like that. And they were like one of the salespeople fronted on him. So, you know, he, did, he found another salesperson and spent $35,000 with that person and said, look, you commission. lost out on the commission. Mm-hmm. That would have said, you know what? I'm going to go into my community and shop there and do something like that. Let the money wash itself there. But people don't think that way. People just like, yo, I got to survive. I got to do a survive. What oh, about no. building up the hood? Honestly, I would have did something similar. I would have found anybody black that was working in that store. You're still said, giving the same you, people your right. money, though. I would have did that that one time. Just that one time to show this ignorant person, look what you done missed out on. But going in the future, I wouldn't have shopped there no more. Same thing happened with Oprah and a bunch of other celebrities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't respect us. They respect our dollar. And a lot of times, they may not respect that. You see what I'm saying? But like, they take it because money's, take money's it green. Because money's money. I know we got to wrap up soon. I want to say, uh, yeah. ask one last question before we wrap up. And it's, yeah. so the black businesses, right? Do you think we need better black businesses or we need to adapt in supporting the black businesses. Because sometimes people say we the choices we have with black businesses are so obsolete or not no. it, not where they should be, and that's why we mm-hmm. don't shop black. Or, or do I we just think need we to adapt need, our, our purchasing power? We need more, not better, not different. We need more black businesses. They're making so much money off of us. Let me break it down for you. The hair business. Who buys more hair than black women? Nobody. Nobody. Right? Who spends more money on hair than black women? Nobody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's our business. We should be owning that hair. I'm going to be racist right now, stereotypical. Who spends more money in Kennedy on those fried chickens than we do? But <laughs> Nobody. We don't own no farms. But we don't. I don't. You think them Indians own farms? They own no. all of Kennedy's fried chicken? They don't own no freaking farms distribution channels we don't we don't make building businesses a priority all right our dream is to get a good the job good ass product. job retire so and do else. good but we don't we don't push the entrepreneurial products yes we definitely gotta I think madam cj walker was the first kids. millionaire doing the black hip we gotta thing. push entrepreneurship to our kids it's not about the matter of owning businesses it's about well, actually, it is about the matter ownership. of owning businesses. We just don't saying. own enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to look towards ownership. And then once we have success in that, we can't just sell it off to those people, those other people. You know what I mean? Because that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. I don't know. Is Johnson Johnson still owned by black people or is they sell it off? Like, I, I, I don't know. But what we do is we get a little money and then somebody say, oh, I'll buy it from you for this much. Why do you think they want to buy it from you? Because they see they the profit, profit value in it. We don't gotta, believe in legacy. We believe in no. our lifetimes and not the lifetimes that and follow. And if we want our people to build, we have to start employing our people. That's just the way it is. I don't mean discriminate because, you know, I believe that you hire the best worker possible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's what all these other cultures are doing. The Asians, they they so hiring each build other. Our the skills. Jews are hiring each other. Let's hire each other. Let's employ each other as well as others. But let's employ each other to say, hey, I'm going to give you a chance. If, if he F it up, he F it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to give you a chance, have a job, because I want to support my people. Let's bring the businesses into our community. Unlike our president who says he wants to bring uh, uh, jobs back to America, yet he's dealing a lot of business overseas that's, that's a whole, a whole nother, nother story show. yeah nother story. <laughs> you know what i'm saying All right, so we gotta wrap it up because we're going past our time so thank y'all for tuning thank in. thank you for tuning again. in you know um we appreciate it we know it's a summertime a lot of people got a lot of things going on so anytime yeah. you could come watch the show we appreciate it or you know watch it like on demand style even though past the time you know yeah. watch it when you get a chance so let's let's end with a view for the week. So go ahead. Let's oh wait, before I do the view for the week, shout out to Bacardi Dark. He wasn't here this time. He had to deal with some personal issues. Uh, we miss you, my brother. Um, the view for the week is 
after the last topic, I'm just saying if you can go out there and buy something from someone who who who's black and has black owned items and just buy something, try it. Try it. hey, you know what I mean? It might make you feel good and just um have pride in yourself. Don't let nobody dictate who you love and, and who you should be with. You know what I mean? But make the smart choice. Don't do stupid decisions out there and um Protect yourself, protect the family at all times. That's yeah, it. definitely want to give a shout out to um, Cardi Black. Yo. We'll see you um, next week. I want to also say happy birthday to my sister. Her birthday was on the 2nd. Happy birthday, Kamara. I love you. I'm so happy proud. Happy birthday, Kamara. Proud your brother. Happy birthday to my man across. Uh, I forgot she had the day. Sensei, July 1st <laughs> was his birthday. But I, I want to leave on a note to say this. Um, I also want to uh, con- congratulate Canel and Sean who got married yesterday i mean friday i I wasn't able to make it but you know congratulations to you guys but i want to say this people cry about gentrification and and like you know how they're buying up our neighborhoods and then rebuilding it up and 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 building in places where we used to live and now we can't live anymore it's our fault we got to buy these places and build something up we got to take pride in our neighborhood we got to be the entrepreneurs to let's think about it Okay, they do have resources, but when we have resources, we focus our resources on getting liabilities and not assets. I want to start an asset club where, you know, you get together and, and try to purchase assets together. If you got the money in your hood and you hustling, buy your whole block. If it's yeah. a bad neighborhood, buy your whole block. It may not make money for you now, but watch what happens Just later. Just think of Harlem. You know, yes. the brownstones, all the businesses and stuff like that, they're not owned by us, but that was, our, that was our mecca. So I'm going to leave on that note, man. We got to try to build assets and dump liabilities. So that was my view for the week. You, Peace out. We love you, you guys. You from the friend zone. We Studio. out.